There are more questions than answers. Like how do hard shell tacos survive the factory, the delivery trucks, the store, but break as soon as you put something inside them? Hi America, <laughs> hello world. My name is Adrian Lee and I am your host. It's okay if you fall apart sometimes. Tacos fall apart and we still love them. Yes. It's yes. very profound, isn't it? Yeah. It is. I think that was Descartes or Heidegger. I'll have oh, to check. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the show. More questions than answers. The only paranormal quiz show anywhere in the world. Each week, my guests and I will search the world's newspapers, websites and TV shows just for you to bring you the very best in paranormal talk, radio, entertainment and enlightenment. We will then test each other's knowledge of the week's events. Supernatural, unusual, bizarre, and just plain weird. If you've just tuned in, especially to hear the show, then I admire your taste. If you've just tuned in by accident, then I admire your luck. I am huddled under my quilt with a large flashlight and a nice cup of tea with tonight's guests somewhere in the barren wildernesses of the Midwest Plains. With the sound of my mother snoring distantly from the room next door. Each week we press our ear against the bedroom wall, whatever my mother listened to before she goes to bed. Picks and pulls her unconscious mind and this is the tune that she snores. When I'm 64, nice. this is Series 3, Episode 64. So snuggle under your covers, turn out your lights and hold on tight. The rules are very simple. Points will be awarded randomly for being interesting or for making me laugh or shiver in horror. Extra points will be available for shock and or value. To help me control my rowdy panel of recidivists and reprobates, I will employ what I have called the inappropriate bell. An example of this would be... The panel have no idea what's coming. I have no idea what stories they have for tonight's show. So let me introduce my guests. Firstly... The mysterious and effervescent Heather Morris. She's been a paranormal investigator for many years with her own team called Hellhound Investigations and does all of her best work in the shadows. She is now one of the leading audio and DVP experts with the International Paranormal Society and brings her knowledge and research skills to tonight's show. She's also a producer and sound engineer. Heather realised this week there are people out there whose job it is to stab trees and boil their blood into breakfast gravy. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Miss Morris. Hello. Sticky. Blood is thicker than water, of course, but syrup is thicker than blood. So pancakes are more important than family. I think this is what we've discovered on this show. You leave <laughs> this show with more than you arrive with. I also wish to introduce the man crazy 
Michelle Corey. She was born and raised in Moira, Minnesota, and has a keen and avid interest in all things paranormal. If you hear 20 minutes of groaning coming from Michelle's bedroom, she's just trying to get up in the morning. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> Welcome to the True. show, Michelle. Thank you. And if you're expecting bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, you need to go and catch a squirrel. Ooh. I also wish to introduce tonight our resident psychologist, Chad Peters. Chad thought that buying <laughs> condoms was awkward until he tried returning them. Oh. Welcome to the oh, show, Chad. Once. Wow. Oh, God. Do you need a paper bag with that, sir? No, she ain't that ugly. Oh, God. We are mad, we are bad, and we are paranormal. As previously mentioned, this is Series 3, Episode 64. And before we jump in with both feet and fly points out in all directions in an apoplectic points maniacal stream of unconsciousness <laughs> i've no idea but do you know when you start a sentence and you've no idea where it's going to finish a yes. point tsunami <laughs> cotton chips twice please yeah there's a watch party taking place uh-huh. if you go to our facebook site more questions than answers with adrian lee i guess it's more of a listening party although you're watching all the comments come up aren't you yes <laughs> so if you go to our facebook site there are currently listeners followers fans of the show commenting on how fabulous my jokes have been so far I'm sure there's little laughing emojis on there as we speak, almost guaranteed. So, as convention dictates, our first round, which is the lack of general knowledge, is ushered in with the whipped cream Martin sponsored gong of infinite knowledge. Wow. Are you going to whack it with the pig? The cherries at... <laughs> Do it! Wow. How many times has that been said in this studio? <laughs> Too many. Yeah. With the cherries of statistics. I was moving the pig out of the way. Uh-huh. I didn't want to get accused of hurting our poor sign friends. <laughs> and with the jelly of facts, this is the gong. Stand back, ladies and gentlemen. Very impressive. As always, this points to be won straight off the bat. You can jump straight in because on this very day, in 19... 19- 17, Dino Paul Crossetti was born in Ohio. Who would that be, do you think? Dino Paul Crossetti. Who would be that? Mm. I, I guess the clue's in his first name a little bit. He invented spaghetti sauce. He invented the spaghetti sauce. Mr. Bolognese invented that, I think. And his brother, <laughs> Ragu. The two of them were involved in that. Molto bene. Am I going to have to give you this? He invented the Flintstones. Meet the Flintstones. They're the modern Stone Age family. Baguette. Oh, that's French. <laughs> they do have bread in Italy. It's a pain, I know, but they do have bread. Say the name again. His name is Dino Prul Crocetti. Vitamins. Uh, I'm going to have to tell you. I, d- I was going to guess it was Chef Boyardee, but I don't think it's that's It's Dean right. Martin is what we're looking <gasps> for. Really? Martin. Dean I Martin would him. have been 102 today if it had still been with us, him. of course. Oh. Memories are made of this. Everybody loves somebody. That's amore, volare, ain't that a kick in the head? And uh, Death Skin Mask, that was later covered by Slayer, of course. Yes. His most famous songs. <laughs> yep. Martin yep. was a big fan of these, but he was too embarrassed to buy them for himself. So he would get Jerry Lewis, his good friend, of course, and film colleague, to buy them for him. Coolots. And Jerry would <laughs> slip them to him in private. To win your points tonight, you need to tell me what Dean Martin was Coolots. too embarrassed to buy. Clogs. Coolarts. What's Coolarts? 
That's those <laughs> pants that are cut off in between the knee and the ankle. That's they're capris, like, isn't it? No, they're more billowy. They're more billowy. like And my... shorter than capris. <laughs> I've no idea. What's this? Guess my trousers. <laughs> what is an international tra- traveler? She should know. Yeah. That's uh, plus fours. If it's four inches below the knee, it's a plus four. If it's two inches below the knee, they're plus twos. If I went into a suit shop in Britain, they would ask me which way I was dressing, and we'd ask for plus fours. Cross, I would imagine. <laughs> Downwards. Cross dressing. Cross dressing. Wow. Did, and Miss Morris is on <laughs> minus ten. That didn't take long, did it? Uh-oh. Wow. Which way are you dressing? So downwards is the way I'm dressing. That's where I'm dressing. I'm dressing downwards. What was he too embarrassed to buy? You're saying Coolads. pants, billowy pants. Yeah. Um, of all the things in the world. Hair gel. Oh my, you're going from one end to the other. Why would it be embarrassing to buy hair gel? Mm. Bow ties. Colored hair gel. Um. Is that even an item? Tanning spray. Yeah. It's not even your go, and you're so oh, recidivist, aren't you? I thought we you? could all say it. No, I was. We well, want. I'm coming to you now. What are you? What are you going to go with? What are your thoughts? You shouted hundreds out, and now I come to you. Garters. You are saying he was into garters. What he wore them himself or socks, garters, sock garters. <laughs> What's this? Uh, my, my my knowledge of 1950s gentlemen's clothing is sadly lacking. He wants culottes and sock garters. <laughs> Sexy. Why am I here? Why am I here? Any 1950s garment of clothing you'd like to bring up at this moment, Chad, for your answer? I was going to go with cigarettes because cigarettes. I thought it would be really funny. The correct answer is comic books. He loved oh. comic books. Your answers were much more interesting, I might add, and I've now got an extensive <laughs> knowledge of gentlemen's outfitting from the 1950s yeah, in yeah. this country. You're Where would you even them. go these days for sock garters? Where would you even get Mom, them? Amazon. <laughs> Amazon. My granddad had these kind of metal elasticated rings that went round his arms that mm-hmm. kept his shirt sleeves yeah. up. Yep. Yeah. I don't even know what they're called. Soda jerk garters. <laughs> Assorted shirt garters. No. What size soda jerk. jerk. Put in your hearing aid, Lee. God. I'm sorry. I was getting confused. It's very easily done when everyone's shouting at me through my headphones. But it was comic books. He was hmm. not a good reader. He only he only read one book in his entire life. Why'd you hold up two fingers? <laughs> I'm giving you a clue. man. <laughs> There's three types of people in this world. Those that are good at maths and those that aren't good at maths. Three kind of people in this world. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. Hang on, there's four types of people in this world. Yes, that's right. He only read one book in his lifetime. God. I'm laughing. What we failed to mention... If you're a Patreon member, if you pay a dollar and you go to Patreon and you search for more questions than answers, MQTA Radio, I think is the exact phrase you want. Um, We're actually videoing us in the studio right now. So we're having our own jokes. If you're listening on the radio, you're missing all of the fun and frivolity. And for a single dollar, you can actually watch us in the studio being rude to one another. And you're missing all the faces and all the rudeness there. But yes, he was a fan of comic books. He wasn't a good reader. He read one book in his lifetime. (laughs) Any guesses what it might be? There's no points to be had, but I thought I'd throw it out there. Miss Morris, I know for a fact you've read this book. Sea Dick Run. Sea Dick Run. What? (laughs) (laughs) The Sea Dick area of Iceland's incredible. Don't you remember the Dick and Jane books? Yes. And Puff. Yeah. So you're talking America. You're going back to the 50s in America, and I'm left sadly wanting. I know no such things. Mm. You're going to go with that, are you? 
The only book he ever read, See Dick Run. Yeah, Dick and Jean book. Okay. Any thoughts? Any ideas? There's a lot of books out there, isn't there? Tom Sawyer. One or two. Chad. <laughs> He's waiting for it to come to him. Yeah, that's... Uh, I, I'm going to go with Huck Finn. Yeah, it was Black Beauty. Oh! Is what, is what he read. He only learned... To be fair to Dean Martin, I don't want to give him any issue here, but he is Italian. He only learned English when he was five or six. It's his second sure. language. So I wouldn't be too hard on the gentleman. But he did like comic books. He was ashamed to buy yeah. them. And apparently Jerry Lewis wasn't ashamed to buy them. And he's just slipping to him in private. Under the door. Under the nice. door. <laughs> there we go. There are no points to be had. Although Miss Morris has found herself in a rather hefty minus 10. Just for sheer being rude. <laughs> oh, I don't being recidivist. You don't understand. Well, everything's to play for. They can easily be one back. What phobia did Dean Martin suffer from? They are simple enough. Points to be won. Easy Arachnophobia. Peasy. You Ooh. think he doesn't like creepy crawlies. Spiders. Scorpions, spiders, anything of that. Yes. You're going to go with spiders. Do you think that was problematic to him in his career? What's the clonophobia? Clownophobia. Clownophobia. <laughs> cauliflower. <laughs> She's had a morbid fear of cauliflower. It's called florets. <laughs> <laughs> I love this show. I love this show. You're sticking with clowns, are you? And arachnophobia. Oh, here we go. Yes. You spread your chips liberally. You'll be pleased to know, Michelle, that Miss Morris is incorrect. So everything is still to play for. What did he have a fear of? Stage fright. Stage fright. Very problematic for someone who's on the stage regularly. I think it was heights. See, I'm not afraid of heights. I'm afraid of the floor. Because it's the floor that kills you, not the height, right? Right. Unless you pertain to the idea that you're dead before you hit the floor, perhaps. That makes it kind of awkward to walk on floors, though. Yes, I have a fear of floors. I climb around the furniture. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember when you did that as a kid? Tell me you did that in this country. (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. You've got to try and get to the other side of the room. You're pulling vases down. Your grandmother's display cabinets. You're on top of the TV. Everybody understands because the floor is lava. Right. Monkeys running around, (laughs) climbing up. Me and my sister made our way to West London doing that once, which was quite impressive. Ah. He was terrified of closed-in spaces. He was claustrophobic. Oh. Oh. He would rather walk flights of stairs. There was one incident where he walked 18 flights of stairs rather than use an elevator. Very common, of course. Michelle has a fear of closed spaces. For example, when she goes to the liquor store, she's always scared it's closed. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. No points to be had. It's a very low scoring round. Miss Morris is on negative numbers as we speak. His wife threw a party in the house once. What did Dean Martin do? He never turned up. He never turned up. It was a surprise party. To his own party in his own house. And the surprise was he wasn't there. That's right. So he never turned up right. to his own party. Yep. Nice. That's a good answer. That's a cerebral answer. I know. You I, won't, have... I won't let it happen again. No, I, you make sure. We don't want any of that. You'd Mm-mm. be dangerous if you were thinking. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> wow. I know you're strained your walnut, haven't you? Go and have a lie down for ten minutes. Michelle, his wife threw a party in the house once. What did Martin do? He watched from the back garden. He stood at the end of the back garden with some binoculars, enjoying all the people. That's a bit rear view window isn't it? it's a bit alfred hitchcock there yeah. isn't it it's a good answer i like that and at a big house in hollywood i bet you could stand some distance away couldn't you with the martini be on a golf course right, right. i can see that happening chad he threw another party somewhere else perhaps it would be fun if it was in the same house i tell you yes. what you throw a party in the west wing i'll take the east wing never the twain shall meet <laughs> 
he actually hated parties. He hated noise, even though uh -huh. he was a heavy drinker. He used to like being quiet, drinking on his own. He didn't like parties. You'd think he was a party animal, wouldn't you? Hanging yeah, around I, I would have guessed that. Sammy Rat Davis pack. Jr. and uh, Frank Sinatra. She's got Sammy Davis eyes. <laughs> I thought that was fun. There was actions with that that don't go well over the radio. You'll only see that one on Patreon. <laughs> yes. And my eyes still pointing in a different direction, would you believe? And a man can. He actually... <laughs> That's actually very creepy. Thank you. <laughs> What's the creepiest you can sing that? Vault like that. The candy man can. Oh, Let's all go to the lobby. everything tastes good. Yeah, give ourselves a treat. <laughs> Don't tell your mother. Satisfying and delicious. Oh, my. <laughs> Keep going. Make it up. I can't. He hated parties and noise. He actually called the police from his house anonymously and complained oh. about the noise. The police turned up and shut the party down in his own house because he complained. That's fantastic. Wow. <laughs> I cannot give the points away, but do not worry. We have a whole new series of questions winging their way towards so. us, so everything is still to play for. On this very day, in 1941, the legendary Welsh singer Tom Jones <gasps> was also born. Oh, I like him. We have this happen a lot on the show, where certain genres of people whether it be film directors yeah. or sportsmen, all get born on the same day. It's madness, isn't it? You would have thought mm. that with Tom Jones being good friends with Elvis Presley, he would have met Dean Martin at some point. Yeah. You can't believe their paths would not have crossed, would you? But they no. share the same birthday. Oh, that's Two crooners. It's not unusual. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. God, I felt like being stabbed. I've got pain. It's gone right in my ribs. Oh, you're just upset she beat you too. Oh. <laughs> Thomas Jones. Come here, Thomas Jones. Wow. He's 78 today. It's a happy birthday to Tom Jones. Look at you pleased with yourself. I tell you what, I'll, I'll take you back up to minus five. Nice. Just on the back of that. Famous, of course, for Delilah. What's new, Pussycat? The green... Green grass and kiss. A mother even snores his songs, which is not unusual. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, points to be won. What did Tom smuggle out of Venezuela on an aeroplane in 1974? The world is your oyster. Coffee. You're saying he smuggled coffee out of Venezuela. That Venezuelan coffee is fantastic. You should try some. You don't know. Juan Valdez. <laughs> you don't know. I don't know. It could be. I have no idea. Does well, anyone... well, you have to know, but <laughs> you don't know. He right. might have done at some point. It's possible. I have no idea. I can't tell you. I don't drink coffee. I've had three cups in my life. Regretted every single one of them. Yeah. Can't be doing with it. Yeah. So you're saying that you normally spread your chips a little further afield, Miss Morris? Well, it's either coffee or cigars. Coffee or cigars? Yeah. Miss Corrie, what did he smuggle out of Venezuela on an aeroplane in 1974? Or brandy. You can keep chirping away in the background. <laughs> a llama. A llama. <laughs> nice. That's nice. I like nice. that. I will give you a clue. It is actually living. A so llama. A llama. <laughs> a dead a, llama. A tortoise. A tortoise. It's What's a monkey. Know you no, it's bloody ark. What have we it's got? A monkey. I'm going with a monkey. And a rare plant. And a rare plant. So let me get this straight. He's going through customs. There's a llama, a tortoise, 
Do you and hear the joke about the llama, the tortoise, and the rare plant? It's a banana tree. It's a banana tree. Whoops. And we know, of course, that a banana tree is what? It holds the record for what? Bananas. The world's most... <laughs> <laughs> the most bananas. The world's the world most bananas most... is won this year by the banana tree. <laughs> if the banana tree would like to come up to the stage to collect their award for the most bananas. It's actually more like a shrub, isn't it? You're going down the right road. It's, 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 <laughs> it's an herb. You're isn't absolutely it? correct. It's the biggest herb plant. It's a vegetable. Okay. <laughs> it's a vegetable. <laughs> Let's play What's My Vegetable. <laughs> yes, a banana is the biggest herb plant in the world. You leave this show with more than you arrive with. So you've got a monkey, a tortoise, a llama, a strange plant, and a... Banana tree. A banana tree. Yeah. It was his best friend. He smuggled his best friend. His name was Di Perry. Di Perry. <sighs> he was working as his bodyguard, and he was involved in a scuffle with reporters and before the courts opened in the morning and to avoid a jail term tom took him to miami on an airplane and smuggled oh, him out of the country nice so charges would not be pressed so i was looking for a human i guess is yeah. where we are there or a welshman i mean mm. it's a fine line between the two of course did he s- smuggle him inside of a llama Yes, the best disguise, he had the back end, Tom had the front, yeah. they walked like a pantomime horse through customs, no one said a word. A push and me pull you. There you go, I don't yeah. know what they did on the plane, but everything's possible. <laughs> I think it was more like a tauntaun. Oh. God, they smell terrible nice. on the inside and on the outside. <laughs> yes, mythical creatures aren't included. What did Tom Jones smuggle out of Venezuela? It was a unicorn. A unicorn. Of course it was. Chupacabra. Nice. <laughs> cup of coffee in spanish we didn't have them here before that yeah that's what i'm saying oh he brought them into the country mm-hmm. tom jones bought bigfoot chupacabras chupacabras very it's different. awfully confusing oh yeah. in the 1960s jones claimed to have slept with how many women a year whilst he was on tour 323 Someone will win the points because the nearest person will get them you are going 323 women Yes. Out of a year of 365 days. Yeah, because he had a cold those other days. <laughs> yes, he wasn't feeling his normal cold. self. He barely touched the third girl on the days he was feeling yeah. unwell. <laughs> three, three, I'm going with 323. You're going with 323. What's calling you, Corey? What number? How many women did he claim to have slept with in a single calendar year while he was on tour in the 60s? 500. 500. See, that's almost one and a half a day. Yeah. That's like one and a midget. (laughs) I love this show. Makes me very happy. Michelle has gone to a 500. Chad, what are you thinking? I'm going to go with one. You are going to go with one. Devoted man. He was married, but that didn't stop him. It was 250, which Uh. works out roughly at about five a week. So he had time off for good behavior at the weekends. I'd like to think that he managed five in a day and just had the week off. Yeah. To go, wouldn't it? You could then relax for the rest. Yeah, right. The week off. Yeah, have the rest of the week, week off. Yeah, that yeah. works. We can go with that. Miss Morris, you've won more points. I know. Ooh, crazy, you're isn't up it? to a hedonistic minus two. Imagine Sweet. the score you could have gained if you hadn't have been lippy. Could you imagine such wonders? Who cares? You'd be runaway leading <laughs> right now. Well, you're it not going to get the $33,000 IR camera. There's many a slip twixt cup and lip, and we have much She's more of the got show. so many of those anyway. To go. What is made of brass and sounds like Tom Jones? Trombones. <laughs> I like that. I love this show. That's fantastic. What item of clothing did Tom Jones make in a factory before he was famous? 
there. You had all those clothing before on the Dean Martin question. I'm now asking you what Tom Jones made in a factory before he was famous. Underwear. He made <laughs> underwear. Yeah. Okay. Any particular type of underwear, if we want to get specific? Uh, boxer briefs. Boxer briefs. Yeah. You're going to stick with that, are you? Yeah. Michelle, what item of clothing did Tom Jones make in a factory before he was famous? Socks, garters. Socks. No. You're going to go with made, the same. He um, made gloves. He made gloves. Chad, what are your thoughts? I'm going with chestwear, vests. Vests. Why did you say gloves? Was that a guess? Well, I was thinking it was in Wales, and what would they make in Wales? And I thought gloves. Yes, the first thing I think of when I think of Welsh is gloves. I, I don't know what I was thinking. You're 100% correct. Yes. He oh. did make gloves. He worked in a glove factory. And I should give you two resplendent will keep a welcome in the hillside points. Wow. No glove, no love. Them's the rules. <laughs> wow. <laughs> on a that was then. But this is now as we enter our favourite part of the show. It's the mailbag. We love the mailbag. As previously stated, people are following us live at the moment. If you go to our Facebook site, more questions and answers with Adrian Lee. There's a listening party currently taking place. I say that. I mean, none of us can access the internet from where we are. I guess Morris can. So there might not be anyone on there. You might be the only one standing there on your own, like a forgotten tunnel. Like a lonely mm. olive in an empty glass of gin and tonic. Oh. It'd be disappointing. But we like your mailbag. We like reading out your letters, your messages of support. And most of them are on Facebook. So if you wish to write to us, tell us the parts of the show that you like. Tell us the things that make you laugh. And we will read them out. Dee is a good follower of the show. She's yes. a good mm-hmm. supporter of what we do. Dee has posted, I'm so glad MQTA has replaced somewhere. I started a new job. So I get up early now, so staying up until you guys are on. The Dark Matter Digital Network on Friday nights is impossible. I really miss MQTA. Please let me know where I can listen to you so I can keep up. Uh-huh. Or you can go to SoundCloud. All of our shows are archived on SoundCloud. If you go to SoundCloud.com, search for MQTA Radio. We have six years worth of shows on there. Everyone can listen to them back to back. If you're walking the dog, if you're smuggling a best friend out of Venezuela, <laughs> if you're currently slipping comics under the door, you can listen to our show on SoundCloud. And don't forget, if you're listening on SoundCloud now, why not press the little orange love heart? Show us how much you appreciate what we do. And we do an extra 20 to 25 minutes. If you listen to the show in the archives, whichever platform that is, whichever archive that is, and we're going to go through a list very shortly, you get a little bit extra. We stay in the studio at the top of the hour. We do an extra 20 to 25 minutes of filth in a round that we call Not For Your Mother. They're the stories from around the world that we cannot read out on air for fear of getting removed, for fear of getting a hefty fine. They're the stories from around the world that are laden with hot, splashing lashings of eroticies, globulous amounts of diaphanous banking smoothies perfect all of that works so if you wish to listen to an extra 25 minutes of the stories from around the world we cannot read out on air jump over to any of our archives and you get a little bit of an easter egg there you Mm. get a little bit extra to entice you across over to our other platforms but soundcloud would be one what other platforms are we on miss morris Mm, temporarily for a while apparently on itunes yeah itunes i think they're replacing it with three other apps that pretty much do the same thing who knows and then spotify buzzsprout um, what's the gas box one 
Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts. Yes, we're making these up now, aren't we? Uh, Spotify. Player FM. There's so many. If you can't find us, you've only got yourself to blame. And you can catch us first, of course, at 10 p.m. Central Time on the Dark Matter Digital Network every Friday. We have 100,000 listeners in 190 countries around the world. Chad. Did the Patreons get it right away? They get it um, the day after. As soon okay. as I put yeah. it up. As soon as Miss Morris sobers up <laughs> to the point where she can access it <laughs> the following day. Why are there four tracks here? <sighs> yes. <laughs> Our listeners can hear all the ice in your drink as you're currently chugging that. You know, I know. I thought that was arthritis in my knee coming through my headphones, but it turns out you've got ice. I thought we banned ice in the studio. You did. No you one did. listens to me, What's do in they? your glass, Lee? What's in my glass? Yes, Ooh. but I'm in charge. <laughs> huh? You seem to think that this is some sort of democracy. <laughs> this is not a dictatorship. This is a dictatorship. Yeah, whatever. This is where we are. Lisa then added, by the way, she's a great friend and patron of the yes. show. SoundCloud is a great one. I'm just finishing my third trip through the archives. Wow. Thank you, She's gone through the entire archives. That's impressive. Six years' worth of shows she's gone through three times. Very impressive. She'll have to tell us what her favourite joke is. Yes. Lisa, if you're listening now, write in and tell us your favourite moment and uh, perhaps your favourite joke or the thing that made you laugh the most because you've listened to all the shows three times. You probably know more than I do. Yeah. You probably know more about me after listening to six years' worth of show than my mother does, I would suggest. At this moment in time, John is a supporter of the show, of course, hey, John. Hey, John. and he regularly contributes. He says we should take the MQTA team on tour. Yes. Yes, we're supporting Motley Crue uh, next year. That's our plan. We're going to wow. go on. Tom Jones. Tom Jones. They are perfect. We right. can support. Fantastic. That's a good karaoke song, isn't it? We have to do some karaoke. I love karaoke. No way. Chad has a black belt in karaoke. Trained for years in Singapore. Only because I can karate chop karaoke to death. Yes. I cannot carry a tune. I have never sung karaoke. Wow. Really? Nope. Having never sung it before and not been able to carry a tune has no impact on karaoke. You realize that? Oh, it's, it's oh no, I'm well aware. Hold you back. I have done it. In any way, shape, or form nope. is where we need to be. We need to video that. But we are thinking of taking the show out and about. If you wish to see me, I've actually got some events coming up. So you can... Come and see me in the flesh. You can come to my events. I'm in Red Wing, which is in the bottom right-hand corner of Minnesota, on the border of Wisconsin. I'm in Red Wing at the Goodhue County Museum on June the 13th. That's a Thursday at 6.30. Um, If you go to their website, that's the Goodhue County Historical Society. If you go to Facebook, you will find all of those things on there. And I've actually posted them on my own Facebook and on MQTA with more questions and answers with Adrian Lee. So you can look those up. But I'm going to be there. $7 on the door. The money is going to the Historical Society. I'm going to talk about all the ghosts, the hauntings of Minnesota with all of the history, all of the evidence, the video, the audio, all of my experiences to support my book signing that I'm doing there. So we're going to have a lot of fun with that. So if you're in Red Wing, Thursday, June the 13th at 6.30, I will be there in glorious Technicolor. And the following week couple of weeks later actually i'm doing a psychic development class people say to me can you teach me how to be psychic and i said sure i can run a class on that so i'm running a psychic development class i can teach you to be psychic that's in morton in renville county it's five dollars to get in and again the money goes to the historical society so that's the renville county historical society you can find that on their websites and on facebook 
that's the 27th is a Thursday that's June and it's five dollars to get in and you will need to buy your ticket early because they're expecting a big crowd and they can only hold so many people a picture has surfaced of me I know where it came from <gasps> Morris posted it yes I'm holding a monkey. Oh, oops. Mm -hmm. I'm like five mm -hmm. or six years old. It's black and white. I'm at the seafront. I think it was at South End in East London on the seafront. The wind whistling through my bones. I'm wearing an anorak. I look thoroughly miserable. And suddenly a monkey is thrust into my arms. A man takes a photograph and says, here, give me five dollars. Five pounds as it would be, of course, in Britain. I'll send you the picture of the monkey. The remarkable thing about that picture is that the man actually had film in his camera. Yeah. Normally, they'll take pictures of holidaymakers, write down your address, give me five pounds, I'll send you the picture. There's no film in the camera. And you're only there for a week or a couple of days, right? There's no coming back from that. But the monkey looks as unhappy as me. We're in the same anorak. We're both yes. cold. We're both miserable. <laughs> Poor little monkey. We just met at that moment. I've never met the monkey again since. I'm assuming he's dead now. I don't know how long monkeys live, but I'm assuming 1974 was too long ago for a monkey to still be living. We shared that moment together of misery and heartache. But it has been posted on Facebook and Heater, our good friend in New York, <laughs> decided to use that photograph yeah. in an advert for the show. Yay! Yay! Now, what's more distressing is that after he posted that advert for the show, where there is a picture of me holding a small monkey in 1974 at the seafront in South End in black and white, where we both look miserable, my mother then posted underneath it. She has written, and I quote my mother, she wasn't snoring at the time, Adrian was not happy. Really, get away. No way. Um, <laughs> Adrian was not happy. Didn't like the monkey. <laughs> I would never let this happen now. No, I'm in my 40s now. I'd stop that dead in its tracks right now. I'd say, no, no monkey. I don't want the monkey. I'm not interested in the monkey. Keep the monkey away from me. Damn you in your ways. That would be it. Or at least your mother would do it for you. Yeah. I would well, set I the monkey know. free. Set the monkey free. Because there are big groups of monkeys living wild, of course, and Wearing feral coats? in South End on sea. <laughs> <laughs> they steal coats. They do. <laughs> I did actually. I was in India once. I was on a train. Imagine the scene. I'm driving. Well, the train driver's driving. In fact, you're not driving at all. You're just pointing it in one direction, aren't you? In fact, yes. you're not pointing it at all. You're just stoking the fire. And you've got a brake and an accelerator. I don't think there's much more involved to train driving, is there? Oh, no. Diesel over electric? They're coal? I believe this was coal, yeah. Okay. It was belching a lot. This is India, remember. Yeah. We're talking a third world country, and I'm in the middle of the jungle. So, you know, this isn't, you know, local Pacific railroad <laughs> that we're talking about here. <laughs> and it's exactly how you'd imagine. There's people hanging off the roof. There's chickens. There's goats. They stopped at a little station in the middle of nowhere, and I got out, and I just got attacked by monkeys. Yeah. One of them still writes. Share that with you. <laughs> <laughs> and they were selling peanuts and you could give the peanuts to the monkeys and the monkeys were aware that the train pulling up meant that they'd get fed yeah. so as soon as the train pulls in you know you're drowning in a sea of monkeys and uh some people don't like monkeys kind of like little... michelle's saturday night little it grabbing, is little grabbing you do anything for a peanut is that what you're yeah. saying drowning well, in monkeys yeah wow. yeah i put a peanut in my ear and the monkey reached up and took it with that his was hand the... with his hand i just thought <laughs> it was very funny could have ripped my ear off I wouldn't be able to wear my glasses right now, would I? It could have been very problematic. What was I thinking? Where was my mother when I needed right. her to stop that monkey Jenny. infiltrating my personal auric field? Is outrageous. But if you wish to see the monkey and myself, everything's there for you. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee on Facebook. We have a Twitter account, Adrian underscore Lee. 
underscore tips. We have 100,000 followers on there. We do have a Patreon site. You can watch the show. It's on video right now. You can pay your dollar. Go over to Patreon and you get a lot for your dollar. You get to hear shows that have never been aired. You get to see the video footage. You get to hear the show first. If Miss Morris manages to beckon herself out of a semi-slumberous, libaceous sleep is where we are. I'm tired. To put those up. Yes. It's amazing (laughs) how many of those martinis make you tired, isn't it? I want to mention as well, we spoke about Lynn the last time we was on air. And uh, Lynn has donated to the show to help oh. us with our flooding. So a big thank, thank you to Lynn, Lynn thank in you. Wisconsin. I'm giving her a big shout out. And I have <coughs> books available. I have books. If you wish to read books on ghosts, hauntings, history, everything's there for you. I write the mysterious Minnesota books, the mysterious Midwest, how to be a Christian psychic, what the Bible says about healers, mediums and paranormal investigators. So if you wish to read my books, everything is there for you. Search for Adrian Lee on Amazon or go and look for those online do you wish to talk about the things we do on a tuesday at 8 p.m miss morris what do we do i thought it was a secret it's not a secret <laughs> does whispering make a difference when there's a hundred thousand people all over the world listening? don't make me come over there lee yeah i've got well, a good three meters before i get well, to you mm-hmm. on tuesday night what we do is at 8 p.m central we all decide to turn on the tv and get miserable together <laughs> and watch the Curse Vikings. of the Civil War Gold. Yes, Curse of Civil War Gold. What a great program gold. that is. Oh, I bet they can't gold. wait for their Brilliant. awards to come flooding in gold. into their studio. <laughs> the height of televisual entertainment. When John Logie Bear was sat down, what about seeing Yogi the Bear? first flickering images coming through, he thought the Curse of Civil War Gold would be the zenith, the pinnacle of my achievements. How could he have known such things back in Did the day? Did you say Yogi Bear? He would Bear? have destroyed, yes, Yogi Bear invented Ooh, the, the television. Baskets. The picnic basket. <laughs> Jay Yogi. <laughs> <laughs> so we all jump on more questions and answers with Adrian Lee. And we have GIF Wars while watching that completely awesome show. Right. Uh, it's terrible. But the show's inconsequential. Yeah, yeah. It has... yeah. yeah it's not about the show. Nope. But it's so much fun on Facebook. GIF Wars. 8 p.m. Central Time. Watch the show. Join the hilarity on Facebook. As convention dictates, we now go over to Dr. Chad Peters for his random fascinating fact of the week. See if you play, Dr. Peters. This one might be a little bit of a softball, but uh, what's wrong with this quote? Money is the root of all evil. Um, I'm guessing that's biblical, and I'm guessing they don't talk about money. Now I'm trying to remember what they say instead of money. Any thoughts? Right, Would you yeah. like to jump in? It's not money. Is it power? Maybe? Fornication? Fornication is the root <laughs> of all evil. Is that where you're going? Yeah. <laughs> is it something like power maybe something like that close it's the love of money the is the root of, of all evil oh. that's what saint paul said in the first epistle to timothy six ten. you leave with more than you arrive with and i remember jesus was not a happy man because he wrecked the synagogue with the money lenders yes, in it. He did. it was one of the few times well, he lost his rag i always perceived him to be a big guy yeah. if he was a carpenter there's no power tools back in the day He's having to plane and cut and saw everything by hand. I always mm. perceived him to be quite a large chap. Do you Me see what too. I'm saying? That's what I thought. Uh, that's interesting. I it's never true, thought right? about yeah. what he actually looks like other than, you know, in paintings and the fact that he's probably Middle Eastern. Yes, he would be a Middle Eastern Jew, so he's dark skin with dark hair. And I would right. say he was buff, I would think, yeah. doing probably. carpentry all day long, 
without power tools. You leave this show with more than you arrive with. Michelle's on two. I'm going to give Chad two for his fascinating fact. Heather's on minus two, but all is to play for. I've still got a duck egg as we run into the first round. It is ghosts and hauntings. And remember, we don't do orbs. The grieving mum of a murdered girl believes her 22-month daughter's ghost is reminding her she's still here by appearing in milk. Oh, what? As you would expect. By appearing in milk. Only 2% of hauntings are milk-related. Did you know that? (laughs) (laughs) I'm here all week. Ella Rose Clover was bullied and beaten by vile Michael Wilde, who, along with the toddler's godmother, Charlene Hughes, has been entrusted to look after her in Withenshaw, Greater Manchester. Wilde was sentenced to life behind bars for battering the tot to death (gasps) earlier this week. Hughes oh. was found guilty of causing or allowing the death of a child and two counts of perverting the course of justice. This is all very sad, of course, but Wait. you do need to have a death before a ghost arrives. So, Ooh. causing and allowing have the same sentence? Two different people. One was the husband, one was the wife. Oh, okay, oh. okay. But a ghost can only appear when someone has died, remember? So sense. we now get on to the ghost story. Wait a second. Hello. We have actually contemplated whether it's possible to have a ghost without being dead. Yes, because you're now talking about astral projection. Right. You're yes. talking about portals, wormholes. Mm-hmm. This is true. People have claimed they've seen me in different parts of the world when I've been meditating. I don't know. Right. I've never read that before. Yeah. But people have seen me, and I have done remote viewing. But then you would class that as not being a ghost. I don't think that's a ghost. No. That's an oh, image of someone. Fine. You're in point A, they see you in point B, and you've never left point A. Don't bring reason into this. Yeah, that's ridiculous thinking. Why Sorry. would you bring thinking into this? <laughs> you've been on this show before, right? But how would you distinguish between the two? I think if you're watching it happen, you wouldn't be able to distinguish between the All two, right. would you, right. I'm guessing? I wonder how many ghosts have been seen over the years that were people astral projecting or finding themselves in other places. Following the convictions of Ella Rose's mum, Pagan, took to Facebook to say how she'd been comforted by bizarre happenings in the family home since her daughter's murder last year. Posting a video of an odd noise apparently coming from a milk bottle, she wrote, I have a ghost. This noise was driving me mad. Searching to kitchen to find it. It's the milk lid. I took the lid off and put it back on and it still happened. I think the milk monster come to let my mummy know. She's still here. A pal responded, telling her the video had given her goosebumps and that it was a sign her girl was letting you know she's by your side every day. What? Pagan added, isn't it crazy? Loads of things have been happening, but this one definitely stood out. She added, she had a habit of turning the satellite box off every now and then. And then when we've been talking about her, the TV also randomly goes off. Well, it's not random, is it? If it goes off when you're talking about her, I would suggest. Ghostly, milkshake, or it's all fake. You decide, go to our Facebook site. That's terrible. More questions than answers with Adrian. (gasps) If you're playing the Bell Bunk and Snort drinking game, you can have your first shot of the evening, wherever you are in the world. Prost, cheers, salute, skull. Miss Morris, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Ghosts? And hauntings. A driver captured on a speed camera in Germany had their identity hidden by a rather timely dove. Police officials in the city of Wiersen, near Germany's western border, recently released this photograph after an unidentified motorist was snapped driving at 54 kilometers an hour 
in a 30 kilometer meter meter zone. How this fast is, is that? Anyway. Give me a number. 54 kilometers an hour. Oh, that's not that much. So uh, 40? Th- yeah, 30, 40 miles an hour. But yeah, like a 30 kilometer zone would be what? Like 20, 20 25, yeah. 20. Uh, yeah, true well, enough. They joke that the Holy Spirit had intervened to stop the culprit from being identified. Isn't that nice? Yes. He needs to intervene when I'm getting a speeding ticket, too. <laughs> what? The Holy Spirit? Yeah. <laughs> Holy Spirit, come There's save me There's been times I've been in the ticket. car with you, with you driving, when I've called upon the Holy Spirit. It's uh, true. <laughs> That's the whole reason I'm sitting here today. Keep a dove in the car, Morris. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong there with is... a live dove flying around a it car? It happens all the time in the there mail. Is, there is one reason why my cars have Jesus bars in them. Jesus Do you know what that is? Bars? Oh, I, I know I what you're going to say. water that turns into wine. Personal. Jesus. Yeah. Well, they said, we have understood the sign and leave the speeder in wait, wait, wait. peace this time. Wow. German. So, so you're not going to tell us what Jesus bars are? We hope that the protected speeder likewise understands this hint from above and drives appropriately in the future endeavor of driving. It went a bit Japanese at the end yeah. of that sentence. Started out yeah. German. Yeah. They're all Axis powers. Bratwurst. Wow. <laughs> Here we go. Lieb Frau Milch, Michael Schumacher. Borussia Dortmund, what a sauerkraut. sauerkraut. Let's have them. <laughs> yeah. Soon wear this out. What's this got to do with ghosts? The Holy Spirit the Holy saved them from a ticket. Spirit, which is the a Holy dove, Ghost. The Holy Spirit in front of the photograph yes. and stopped the man from being identified. That's right. And yeah, and Jesus bars are those little bars in your car that if you take a corner too fast or you're afraid oh, of the person driving, right. you grab onto them and say, Jesus. Yep. <laughs> like, oh, Jesus. Jesus. That's right. Right. Okay. I'm sure okay. there's women all over the Midwest in cars at three o'clock <gasps> in the morning on a Friday night clinging onto that and shouting out, Jesus Christ. I'm sure that's a, that's a fact. It's a universal... Or reaching forum. Truth. I think so, yeah. yes. I can understand where that would get its name from. Miss Morris, you have managed to claw yourself back <laughs> to a resplendent zero, solely based on the Holy Spirit. A woman who married the ghost. Do you remember a woman? She married the ghost oh, of a pirate. Oh, God, remember yes. This? Back in yep. the news. A woman who married the ghost of a 300-year-old pirate has revealed he nearly killed her after she dumped him. Wow. Well, you can't lock him out of the house, can you? Do you see what I'm saying? <gasps> he seemed like such a good man. Yeah. It's so un- Unbelievable. So, so many psychics were saying, what a nice pirate. Pirating, by <laughs> default... Isn't that kind of like death, murder, plundering, yes. things to excess, hedonism, doing things with women I mean, against yeah, their it, will? It's theft by violence. Yes. <laughs> so you never think to yourself, what a nice Somali pirate. A lovely guy. He writes every Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Really right. nice man. Heartbroken Amanda Teague says she was forced to undergo an exorcism after Haitian pirate Jack possessed her. The 47-year-old wed Jack, who died in the 1700s after being executed for thieving on the high seas in 2016. I guess she was married rather than he was executed in 2016. That's when she was married. But she said she was forced to stop romping with the ghost after her health deteriorated and claims her marriage even landed her in hospital. Amanda from Northern Ireland said, after two weeks of marriage, I started to get health problems. I started to get reoccurring perianal abscesses. What? And I, was I don't suffering. want perianal. No. no. Reoccurring 
hairy anal no abscesses Mm-mm. and they stink to high heaven by the way and i was suffering here we are from psoriasis Isn't that always the way with paranormal investigations? Ghost hunting? No, that's not for me. I don't want those perianal warts. Don't want to go ghost hunting. Don't want perianal warts. Mm -mm. After four or five months in, when things started to go really downhill, I went back to some of the people that had communicated with Jack. I know the symptoms of possession, and part of it is ill health. So I was concerned that it was to do with the relationship because of the timeline. But I was assured that he was a lovely spirit who wouldn't harm me. Amanda tried to get on with her marriage, but she says the final straw came when her dog Toby died. Of not, well, if he got perianal warts as well. Oh God! Despite her begging <laughs> him way to, go. to keep him until she passed away, so they could be reunited. But the pooch was incredibly aggressive and wouldn't go near him. And soon after, Amanda found her health was going downhill. She began developing abscesses each time she slept with the ghost, so she stopped their sexual relationship with her health dramatically improving. Amanda said once I stopped having sexual contact with Jack, the abscesses started to improve. Well, that's pirates for you. I can't believe she's gone to the press and she's in the media. And by the way, what kind of sex is she having with a ghost that she's getting peri-anal waltz? I just thought I'd share that with you. Right. Is she using some kind of instrument like from his ship? I've like barnacles. I've got ass barnacles. barnacles. Who really gave her the STD? I told you not to go with the cannons. I told you. I warned you about the cannons. (laughs) Perhaps it was a powder monkey. Who knew? I knew it wouldn't last. I've hurt my ass. You decide. Go to our Facebook site. (laughs) More questions. There are more questions than answers. Do you not find that? A lot. A lot. See, that story ends there. And yet I've got an hour's worth of material. And at least 25 questions I need to now ask. Yes. I mean, Chad's touched upon a few already. <laughs> right. I'm going to start writing a list. We'll have her on the show. Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of ghosts and hauntings? Daughter convinced spooky CCTV captured ghost of dad walking the dead dog. Everybody's walking the dog. Yes, Lyndon Newman's dad, Morris Goodby, passed away February 2012, age 83. And sadly, the 59-year-old's pet dog, Boomer, 12, died just three weeks ago. The day after the pooch's death, the woman, who lives in Swindon, went to bed with its blanket and asked a photo of her dad to look after Boomer until we meet again. But to the woman's surprise, she believes later that evening her security cameras recorded her dead spirit taking her dead dog for a walk. Creepy. Bunk. If you're playing the Bell Bunk and Snort drinking game, you are now welcome to have another shot. Have you seen the pictures? Are you bunking it? Yes. We've seen dead dogs, though. I've seen the ghosts of dead yeah, dogs. Yeah, but this ain't no dead dog. This ain't no dead dog. Yeah, no. What you talking about with this? In the clip, a white orb appears. Nice. See? Yeah, we're not See? doing that either, yeah, yeah. I might add. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> the mysterious sight moves across the woman's front garden before taking a brief break in the middle of the grass. Yep. Moments later, the blur moves across the path and out of sight again. And after watching it back, Linda is left convinced that the eerie shape had a look of human legs underneath. Later, she added, we just lost our boomer after he passed away from the pain of arthritis. 
I was so upset that I turned to a picture of my dad on my bedside, hugging Boomer's blanket, and I told him, look after Boomer until we meet again. So when I saw the shape the next morning, I just knew by instinct it was the both of them. That's a long leap, isn't it, from a blurry image to that's my dead dad walking my dead dog. Yeah. That's what I'll say just about every time. There? Unbelievable. No, I know. I think it's completely unbelievable. Oh, <laughs> you're bunking your own story. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. And you've managed to squeeze in orbs. That should be giving you negative points, but I'm feeling generous. And you're not up to a rather splendor. Let's go for a run in the park with a bone. Four. At the end of the first round, proper. Michelle's on four. I'm on four. Heather's managed to climb her way up to a splendid zero. And Chad is on two for a rather interesting and fascinating fact. Miss Morris, what do you want to squeeze in? You've got cryptozoology, strange and bizarre. What have you got for me tonight? Any round you want. Mixed oh, bag. Man. Buffet option. I know but so many choices. Good. Well, you might be able to squeeze in a couple if you all get right, your finger well, out. I'll, I'll, just do, I'll do that other one later Kay. in the Patreon episode. So I'll do this one. Okay. The legendary biped was reportedly seen by two men on two separate occasions within the space of a week. Uh, yes! Michelle. Michelle's dating life. Yep. There we uh, go. Yeah. That sounds like the buffet. Men. That's the casino buffet right there. 20 minutes after you've mixed up all your meats. Oh, you went for the chicken. <laughs> you went for the Parmesan chicken. You went for the prime rib. Mm-hmm. You went for the pork chop. Yeah. little seafood You went for the there. turkey. You then went for the seafood, the mm-hmm. catfish, breaded catfish. You've had six Ooh. different types of meat, and you've now got buffet bum. Yep. Yeah, one of the worst complaints known to man is buffet bum. There's no cure for a buffet bum. No ointment, no balm. Perianal problems. <laughs> Just, <laughs> Just from visiting the casino buffet. <laughs> yep, lucky seven. Seven different types of meat. <laughs> Good times. So, as you may have guessed, this is Bigfoot seen in northeast Georgia. Yes. The first encounter occurred between... Ella J. and Blue Ridge at around 8.30 p.m. on May 20th. The witness claimed that he had seen the 7 to 8 foot tall hairy two-legged creature with a pointed head. Coming out of the nice. Senex gas station with a <laughs> strawberry milk and a bag of Doritos. No. A terrible smell. Strawberry milk. No, he had one of those Slim Jims. <laughs> of course he did. Yep. Yeah. One. He yeah. got into his semi and drove off into the distance. Let me snap into a Slim Jim. Point ahead and all. Point ahead and all. Well, wow. he noted that it had very long arms that extended from its sides. <laughs> Well, what ended up happening is he pulled over, skidding on the gravel, oh, and waited of on the backside Christ. of a small patch of woods, thinking it would emerge on the other side. Why am I here? But it never did. Don't know why. Duh. <laughs> when the man approached him with a stick in his hand, Go asking, get a stick. <laughs> The universal weapon of the Bigfoot. Yes. I I defeated three Bigfoots with a stick. With a stick. It's a big old stick. That stick was loaded. It was a pokey stick in his hand asking if he could help him. And he said, I just saw what looked like a Bigfoot. So I went to get me a pokey stick. Patch of woods with me pokey Pokey sticks. You've got to catch them all. Yeah. Then the stranger... The stranger just smiled and said, I believe you, and you, 
and you... Almost makes you wish you were there, doesn't it? And then walked away. But that's not all. A few days later, another man reported that he had seen a black and gray, must be an old one, The devil creature. went down to Georgia. Mm. Yeah. Silverback gorilla. <laughs> yeah, it's a gorilla. The local zoo claimed that one of their gorillas is now missing. Or Do not approach the gorilla as he has a pointed stick. Or as we call him, Ed. He and and the Bigfoot. He watched it walk through a field and even got out of his car, God forbid, to get a better view. Well, However, the Bigfoot got out of his car. After getting within fifty feet of the creature, it turned and saw him before walking into some woods. So he grabbed a pokey stick. Just kidding, mm-hmm. I added that. You that. You're making your own stories up. So no conclusive explanation for either sighting has yet been found. Only oh. Professor Hans Zarkov, formerly of NASA, has provided any explanation. <laughs> Good one. Is he real? <laughs> no, he's he's not real. <laughs> Professor Hans Zarkov doesn't really work for NASA. <laughs> he just he just works in the kitchens. I work at NASA. Do you want fries with that? Mm-hmm. In the kitchen. Dishing up fries. I've got one quick story. Snake slithers out of toilet, bites Florida man on the arm. My worst nightmare is coming true. <gasps> Authorities say a bull python slithered out of a toilet in South Florida. Yeah! Bit a man on the arm. Should have been an arm snake oh, then rather than a bull snake. Coral Springs police spokesman Chris Swinson said the man was treated at the scene after the four-foot snake bit him when he lifted the toilet seat on Sunday. I can't go anymore. I've read these stories out for 10 years. I have to hover. I can't press my cheeks to the seat anymore. I have to hover. Right, Honestly, I've the... got calf muscles and thighs like someone winning the Tour de France at the moment. And the ball python wouldn't be able to catch you if you were that extra half inch off the toilet seat. That's right. Perfect. That. It makes all the difference. You yep, wouldn't want yep. his teeth to meet, would you? Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Swinson told the news outlet the snake didn't belong to the man and it was unclear how it got in the apartment. The South Florida Sun Sentinel reports the Coral Springs Humane Society took the snake to a vegetarian, a vegetarian, a vegetarian. Office. That's <laughs> a vegetarian's nice. Vegetarian's office. They're safe. What the vegetarian say? They <laughs> <laughs> <A> want <one> carrot. <laughs> <laughs> I've got more in this story, but I can't be bothered. <laughs> a rare bull snake, or it's all fake. You decide. I've lost the will to live. If anyone does find a snake out there in their toilet, be sure to take it <laughs> to a vegetarian. To a vegetarian. <laughs> God. We now enter the round that we call Not For Your Mother, which means you have found us on one of our platforms. So thank you for making the effort to come and find us. If you're on iTunes or TuneIn, Stitcher, please write us a nice review. If you're listening to us on SoundCloud, why not press the little orange love heart and show us your appreciation? If you're listening on Patreon, we love your support. We thank you for that. We couldn't do this show without you so you can cut and paste all of those links put them on your social media and tell the world you're listening to the very funny and informative more questions than answers we would be very appreciative of that this is the round we call not for your mother it's the round we cannot read out on the dark matter network and trust me we've been close a couple of times and we've nearly been removed from that particular channel so we have to do this after the show if your mother's of a nervous disposition if there's small minors in the room they have to be removed some people say that it's their favorite part of the show but it's a little close to the knuckle yeah you have been warned a moped rider suffered a nine-day erection after falling off of his bike resulting in 
mild discomfort while walking. Said a medical report. Trust me, if I'd had a nine-hour erection, nine-day, a nine-day erection. If you had a moped. God, you'd, you'd have been wheeling me in even a wheelchair. Are you going to get a moped? I have a motorbike. <laughs> I know. Mopeds are great if you live in Rome, Paris, or London, because you can zip around. The gas mileage is great. You can't go fast in them, but you can't go fast in Rome, Paris, or London. Uh-huh. If you're in the Midwest and you've only got two or three inches of tyre on the road, it's an absolute death trap. There's people whizzing by in semis. I wouldn't Hot ride holes. a moped out here. You'd be dead within a week. Yeah, they don't do well in snowbanks. No, that's also true. So, no, no moped, but I do have... A motorbike, and I've not got a nine-day erection. Oh. It took 12 months oh. for the British Work man, 35. I'm working on a nine-day erection. <laughs> I got to seven days last time, and I just ran out of it. I just, I ran out of the energy. I, yeah, you're I ran out of milk. Sometime. I had to leave and go to the grocery store. So it was seven nine days. days. Nine days was a stretch then. Nine days, yeah, yes. You'd get a stretch yeah. after nine days, yes. Mm. Nine days. <laughs> wow, it's nearly a fortnight. Unbelievable. It's just. <laughs> They're making their own jokes up in the background here. Unbelievable. Yes, it was a nine-day erection. It took 12 months for the British man, 35, to return to normal erectile function following the in- injury. What a year that was. You could write a diary, couldn't you? A year in the life of a willy. 12 months. I'd write that book. you pen that, I'd, couldn't you? I can't say I'd read it, but... Well, you'd just look at the pictures, wouldn't you, to be honest. <laughs> Doctors from the University Hospital of Southampton shared their findings in case reports in urology, never far from my coffee table, saying that the man bruised his genitals as a result of a moped accident. You know what's happened. He's hit something and he's straddled the bars. Right. He's straddled the steering mechanism, isn't Mm -hmm. he, is what's taken place there. Are you sure it's not like he found a spot? Isn't there a spot that you can touch? Oh, no. What? That's Heather! one of those spots that make you... Don't re- touch it! Don't re- touch it! ...rejaculate. <laughs> Heather's just thinking out loud. I'm thinking it's like so Nintendo. So you're suggesting... <laughs> Nintendo? So you're suggesting right now that if you found a specific spot on my body, like on the base of my foot, yeah. I can just, without any warning, yeah. have a complete spontaneous ejaculation. Or pop a chub. Papa Chubby. <laughs> so we could be at the swimming baths. I could be getting my shoes measured. I could be at my grandmother's funeral. If you come up to me. Yeah. Like the Vulcan wow. death grip. Like yeah. the Vulcan death grip. Just remember, we can yeah. do it. So where would be the worst place to get the Vulcan death grip that's going to give you... A erection? Well... That you, you know, a river. A child's sp- birthday party. Oh, here comes Mr. <laughs> oh. Giggles the Clown. He's come to it. <laughs> oh, see, I thought you were asking for the worst place to touch where it would be, and I think it would be about the prostate gland. <laughs> oh, my! <laughs> so you turn up <laughs> like to a birthday party. The rectum. Yes, you're talking about the shocker. Mm. Uh, you're, you're milking uh... the prostate, aren't you, at that point? Are you touching? Yep. You can't. You can't just randomly Touch infiltrate someone's prostate, <laughs> can you? Heather can. Yeah. Well, from over there. With their mind. <laughs> With my mind. <laughs> so I could be sat here reading my story, and you're Watch thinking, <laughs> Oh no, that's that's, that's going to need boiling. I'm going to have to bleach those. That's terrible. Sticky. Good God, there's only so much water in the fountain. You can't keep doing that. No. Unbelievable. 
Lots of squeaking going on in the background. Oh. And the dogs love us. The injury resulted in a rare prolonged erection, they explained. On examination, there was a, I didn't realise there was grades for erection. It's a grade four erection. I've always no way. What? I've always prided myself on at least trying to get to a grade two or a grade <laughs> one. That's sweet, that's a grade one. Better make the most of it. Wait. That's a grade grade five, grade six. It's better no. it's better than never making the grade. That's right. There was a grade four erection. I need a list now. I've got to see a list. I want to know what grade one looks like all the way down. I don't even know you where it is. You want to know what it looks like? You want to see what it looks like? I, I want to know. know. <laughs> it's like grade one, like you're, you're going up to bat and you're like. <laughs> I'm going to look is it up. Is one the best? I'm, I've yeah, no I'm, idea. I'm until, thinking like 10 should be the best. Yeah. Until this very moment, I did not realize they graded erections but apparently on examination this was a you grade been in a girl's locker room a grade four, <laughs> not that you're aware of a grade four erection here we go with a rigid base and shaft with slight dorsal curvature of 10 degrees okay 10 okay. degrees it had a 10 degrees dorsal curvature yep. is that like at one o'clock i think it means it's a bit bananary <laughs> <laughs> a bit boomerangy ah a bit pork sausage See where I'm going with that? Yeah. That's a yeah. 10 degree curvature, dorsal curvature. I'm learning such amazing things. I need to ring up a sex line and say, I've got a grade four erection with a rigid base and shaft and a slight dorsal curvature of 10 degrees. Can you help me out? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they get pretty into that. Yeah. yeah. There was a superficial a blood clot present to the scrotum and the base of the penis. He suffered with an erection for nine days as the blood in his penis became trapped and was unable to drain. Ah. Can you help me drain that, sweetheart? <laughs> Did they stick a needle in it? <laughs> oh, God, I'm, I'm going to have to just, wash those glasses. Just, just beat on it until the blood... Beat on it. Until the clot breaks up. There you go. I'm just beating it wildly until the clot breaks up. Clot buster. Don't mind me. Just walk on by. Let's make a sex toy called the clot buster. (laughs) (laughs) This is guaranteed to give you a grade four erection with a 10 degree curvature of the dorsal muscle. It should look like this. this. (laughs) It's a chart. The patient also suffered two fistulas. Why was a fish in there? (laughs) Why was a fist in there? (laughs) Two fistulas, which is an abnormal abnormal connection or passageway connecting two organs or vessels that don't usually connect. Apparently he married a pirate. Nine day would, or I would if I could. You mm. decide. Go to our hey, Facebook site. More I got questions it. and answers. Miss Morris, I'm going to help via you. Modern technology and the joy of the internet has come up with the gradings for erections. What have we got, Miss Morris? Well, I'm looking here. Print if, it. If you score a one to five, yeah, on the oh boy, on the meter scale, on on the weenie meter, on the weenie meter, <laughs> a one to five is chopping wood. A penis is larger but not hard, and it feels like tofu. So it's engorged, it but it's not tofu. solid. But it feels Spongy. like tofu. Squishy. Squidgy. Like ah. uh, some sort of bag filled with porridge or rolled oats. And then if you scored a 6 to 11, goes, or, or oh, a grade 2. It goes up to 11. Nice. Oh, a, grade, yeah. a grade 2. 
I want a grade two listed erection. No, you don't. Penis is hard, but not hard enough for penetration like a banana, a peeled banana. Oh, I think, oh, I see where you're going. Peeled banana. A peeled banana. So a little bit mushy. Mushy. There's not enough purchase. No. And that's grade six to 11. Grade two, but if you, like, you can actually take this ED quiz if you want. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) Chad's going to end up with a bag of rolled oats and a squishy banana. Now... (laughs) Uh, grade three, the weenus is hard enough for penetration, but not completely hard. So it's kind of like a peeled banana, but not a brown one. Like okay. a whiskey Like dick. a ripe one. This is grade three? <laughs> That's grade, grade three. three. So it goes like I one, think there's scales two, within each quite five, grade. You get individual grades 11. with scales in each grade. That, that's, okay. that's the score if you take the ED quiz, which I can give you it now if you want, but... Oh, well, I'm sure we have better I've things to do right now. I've those ED quizzes from you, Morris. I know oh, how those turn out. Badly. Anything you'd like to add to that? Anything yeah, there's we've... grade four. Okay. Do you I'm want not... the last grade? Absolutely. Is grade... this like 16 to 20? or? Grade four is a score on their little quizzy thing for men's health. You can of... hang a bucket of wet sand off it. 21 <laughs> to 25. No, right. they say the penis is completely hard and fully rigid at a grade four, and it's just a cucumber. Come here, sweetheart. Grade four coming it's your way. That's what cucumber. he had. He had a grade four. I'd with be happy with just a cucumber. Gherkin. A gherkin. One <laughs> <laughs> uh, of the jalapeno ones. Party though. sausage. <laughs> a gherkin. gherkin. A gherkin. Quit jerking my gherkin. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that turned quickly, didn't it? Yes. So what have you got, Morris, in the round of not oh, for your mother? I'm looking for a grade four. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. You're getting undone. Yeah, watch out. <laughs> Michelle would be happy with a three and a splint. (laughs) (sighs) Well, I've got a good story for you. Now, you tell us the story and I tell you whether it's good or not. All right. It's pretty common to experience constipation and it isn't pleasant as you will feel bloated and uncomfortable. That's not all, as you have to exert more force when you are trying to relieve your bowels. Oh, God. But onion gravy. do be careful because a netizen in Hong Kong shared how his mother lost 10 years of her memory after she pooped at home. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> she shat wow. 10 years of her memory. <laughs> Do you know, I'd love to tell you what my pin number is, but I'm just shat for Britain. Like, sorry, I pooped so hard my brains came out. <laughs> What's <shattered>. my name? <laughs> my so hard. Well, which, which ten years? <laughs> right. Be beneficial, it could actually. be very beneficial. <laughs> I might start eating more cheese. I'm, you know? <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my God. Adrian, are you okay? <laughs> Which 10 years? Yeah. The middle 10. I lost my 20s. <laughs> I went Maybe. for a shit. Is it like... I couldn't remember any of the back cutlow for Led Zeppelin. <laughs> poop roulette? Like you just don't know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I've actually been sick. (laughs) 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 Anything you'd like to add? What's my name? What's my name? Margaret. (laughs) (laughs) Correct. (laughs) I'm going to go to the toilet and shit away the memory of my first marriage. (laughs) (laughs) Next. (laughs) Next. That seems appropriate. Wow. Well, of course. I had a wipe and lost the 1978 Olympics. <laughs> According to China Times, he said that his mother had experienced contipa- contemplation. Cons- contemplation. Yeah, constipation two weeks ago, and she's feeling very uncomfortable. She had gone to the toilet to relieve herself and spent quite some time inside. Ten years. But when she came out, she suddenly suffered from amnesia. When she came out, there was flying cars and teleportation. Right. <laughs> amnesia. Amnesia. Her family. Oh, from... Coma. I'm going to have a shit coma. <laughs> Careful you don't have a shit coma. Oh. oh. God, lift some X-Lax and bring your memories back. (laughs) Her family members discovered that she had forgotten everything that happened over the past 10 years. Yep. And this lasted for at least eight hours before she was back to normal. Oh. Temporary. (laughs) Shit memory loss. Brief sunshine and spotless mind and all. Yeah, yeah. Her Good worried God. family sent her to the hospital, thinking that there was something wrong with her brain. Yeah. But when doctors checked <laughs> on her, they found her brain to be functioning normally, which was excellent. She also did not remember her temporary amnesia. <laughs> well, why would you? Right. Duh. you I remember love that. What you forgot, ma'am. <laughs> it's all getting a bit matrix, isn't it? Ah. <laughs> uh, and the source of the memory loss seems to be a mystery. Well, she left that in the toilet. Oh, God. Yeah. That was awesome. That is oh, until God. a neurosurgeon explained that it was caused by her constipation problems. Apparently, no he explained that this amnesia was reportedly due to the excessive force she <laughs> exerted. Dead man's grip. When she wanted to relieve herself, during constipation, this excessive force led to an increase in abdominal and intracerebral pressure, which caused a lack of oxygen flow to her brain. Oh. <laughs> wow. That must have been, a, bad. That must have been, been a good sh- push. God, it's like a, it slithered out. You could have pole vaulted with it. <sighs> oh, I'm thinking more like cannon explosion here. Uh, oh, where am I? Where am I? Well, he advises those who experience a similar situation should always go for a checkup. But how would they know? How would they know if they forgot? I'm exhausted. Is there much more of this? Just two sentences. Oh, God. He added that these people are 30% more likely to experience a stroke compared to an mm. average person. So it's important to ensure that they are healthy. So don't poop hard. Like Elvis. Yes. Yeah, don't I bet poop Elvis, hard. Elvis, in the last few minutes of his life, had no clue who he was and where he is. Yep. Don't Gone. poop hard. That's Don't terrible. poop hard. Wow. <laughs> I just pooped my brain. Or I'm not going in there again. You decide no. to go to our Facebook site more questions and answers with Adrian. I feel genuinely... Did you say poop my brain? Yep, I did. <laughs> Words you never thought you'd hear said on the radio. 
Honestly, my stomach hurts. <laughs> I believe it. I thought you were going to die. Oh, a small amount of wheat came out. <laughs> I bet. More than your brain. Small. Did your brain fall out? That is funny now. Did your brain fall out? Now. That is hilarious. The look on Chad's face when he said <laughs> she shut her brains <laughs> <laughs> was was the moment I, I yeah I, you really really, really escalated. Yes. I didn't realise this was a psychological term that they used in the medical profession. It is. About, he's got a degree in psychology to know that you can you can yeah. shit yourself into a a comatose state. <laughs> I'm an expert on that amnesia. one. Amnesia. I, 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 I shut myself into amnesia. <laughs> Why not? It's a formal diagnosis. Shikoma. <laughs> That's a mushroom, Shit's isn't so it? Shit fugue. Oh. <sighs> wow. Horny Aussie mouse species kills itself with frantic 14-hour-a-day sex sessions, causing internal bleeding and its body to fall apart. Worth it. Yeah, I remember art college. Wow. <laughs> A small mouse-like creature from Australia kills itself by having frantic sex for 14 hours a day. The male, Antichinus, literally lives to mate with any female it can, until its limited sperm supply runs out and its body falls apart. It's a spring break. These marsupial creatures are native to mainland Australia, Tasmania and New Guinea and look just like mice. Males can only keep up their sexual escapades for about two to three weeks before their fur falls off, their immune system fails, and they bleed internally and end oh. up covered in gangrene. Jesus. Why they have alopecia sex? <clears throat> yes, they've had so much sex, their fur falls off. Wow. <clears throat> I know. What makes the animals choose such a horrific death for wild sex has baffled scientists for decades. These horny males will only live for around a year, but will go through this frantic sex phase during the last few weeks of their lives it makes me think there's a limited food supply so they bonk themselves into a death so when the other mice are then born you know re- they're not taking up resources just yeah, see what sure. I'm saying Evolutionary yeah that's why I'm going sense. did yeah. you just say bonk themselves into a death yes uh, it's a technical term they're bunning themselves to death is what's taking place here well... Death by bunning, apparently. Uh, Diana Fisher from the University of Queensland told National Geographic, by the end of the mating season, physical disintegrating males may run around frantically searching for last mating opportunities. By that time, females are, not surprisingly, avoiding them. So this is like (laughs) 2am on a Friday night in the local bar. Frantic death sex rat or I don't want that. You decide, go to our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee Michelle. Mm. What have you got for us tonight in the round of Not For Your Mother? A Sioux City man is facing charges after authorities say he was caught pleasuring himself at the Sioux City Public Library. Wow. Yeah. Iowa. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah! Iowa! Iowa! According to court documents, around 2.30 p.m. on a Friday... What? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The graveyard slot of any library. Yes. <laughs> right. A woman turned a corner and saw 44-year-old Leroy McFarland with his genitals exposed. I want to know what Ireland was in. Let's guess. Let's guess what Ireland was yeah. in. Self-improvement. DIY. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I can't compete with that. I think we've both won, haven't we? Yes. Mystery. Mm, mystery. 
Let's see what's happened there. Fantasy. Yeah, I want to know now. Yeah, I'd like fantasy. to know. Ring up that library and found what aisle they found him in. Yeah. I'd be interested to know. Graphic novel. I like Ooh. the idea that he sat there with a cooking book, recipes. Yeah, something. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I know what to do with that. Yeah, Ludafisk. Yeah. <laughs> Norwegian Lutheran women's church books. Trigonometry. Nice. <laughs> Say hypotenuse again. Yeah. <laughs> Just me? Okay. <laughs> wow. I'll All right. sign your cosign. I'll give you a square yeah. room. Mm-hmm. All right. So the lady turned the corner, saw Leroy with his genitals exposed, pleasuring himself inside the library. Authorities say that when he saw the woman, he looked surprised, covered himself with a sweatshirt, and said, Oh, hi. Oh, hello. Looks like I didn't expect you here. Oh, yeah. In the trigonometry section. (laughs) (laughs) I will say to you that what I studied when I was at university was so obscure that I went to London University to borrow some books and I was studying art history and I went down into the art history section and it's dusty books in the bowels of the library. I took out a book and they stamped it. And the last time the book was taken out was 1974. Wow. I just thought that was fantastic. Yeah. What kind of craziness am I studying that the last person who wanted to look at the same stuff as me for art history looked at that in 1974 made me very happy. Oh, God. The woman notified staff who alerted an officer working at the library at the time. Police say that when the officer approached him, he could see up and down movement under McFarland's sweatshirt. So, hold on, hold on. Well, yeah. So the lady caught him. Yep. She alerted the security guard. Yep. He pulled a sweater over his... And uh, he's still going for it still, under his sweater. Let him finish. No, no. You, you missed the finish. fact that the library needs a security guard. Yeah, that was what I thought. <laughs> Police. Where are you going with those books? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you where I'm going. Come along. You're going and see. straight to jail, mister. Yeah. Right. Okay, so the man was taken into custody, and police say that as they were walking him to the squ- squad car, a sex toy fell off him. Out of? Fell out, out of him. him. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he'd lost his memory. <laughs> Where am I? You're in the library. Oh, sorry, that was only a stage four now. Officers found two more sex toys and a glass pipe with drugs residue on it when they searched McFarland. Hmm. He is currently charged with indecent exposure and possession of drug paraphernalia. He's being held in the Woodbury County Jail on a $1,000 bond. His next court date is scheduled for June 11th. Wow. And they revoked his card. Yes. No more libraries for him. No. Self-love book or don't look Ugh. would be my advice. Go to our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. Miss Morris, as always, <gasps> you're looking resplendent. Oh, I can't wait. You haven't got a story to finish with. Michelle has the last story of the evening. You're going down into the archives, aren't you? Look, here we go. Come on, girl. I knew she had one. She's just teasing me and yeah, tempting me yes. like Santa Claus. All right. I'll find you one. Look, she's got a whole I series got it. of filth right. right there. Fine. A Louisiana man leapt from the second floor apartment on Monday after a woman tried to shoot him because he refused to give her oral sex. Oh. Wow. Isn't that nice? Do it now. 
because of the Perrier Awards. Yeah. Oh, no. Nice. 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 On whom? <laughs> ah. Jeez, it was like a bear trapper's hat down there. According to police, Anisha Speed was the victim's... The well, victim. Well, was at the victim. I think we're all the victim here, aren't we? Label yes. Avenue. I think the victim is society. Le- Labella Avenue apartment. Labia. Labia. Some English words in occasionally. We'll get the gist of it. Monday. Do you want to trip Monday, down Labia Monday. Avenue? Yeah. You're making your own jokes though. I'm playing with myself. Okay, perfect. Oh. Oh. No, not like that. Wow. I meant wordplay. Yeah. Wordplay. Yeah, yeah whatever, Morris. People. Yeah. Can't take sort it back. Double word score. <laughs> Do I Is win? There a story Did in you there? wish you were at the library? I want to go to the bar. Hurry up. I'm going. Well, anyway, while they were at the apartment, the man invited Speed to his apartment after the two spent much of the day together. Once in the apartment, the victim claimed Speed asked him to give her oral sex. The unnamed man declined, and Speed responded by pulling out a handgun, according to the affidavit. From her vagina! Wow. Oh, God, we've had that happen yeah, twice now. Yeah, they had now. a silencer on it as well, yeah. I might have. Oh, oh, serious? E. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Speed allegedly pointed the gun at the man and threatened to shoot him if he didn't perform oral sex. To be fair, you're going to show some enthusiasm at that point, are you? I would not like think yeah. so. And yeah. don't use your teeth. Your life may depend <laughs> upon it. Oh. Your teeth. Yeah, don't use it. Oh, yeah, chewy. You might want to numb that up first, sweetheart. Oh, go on. You know you want to. Num, 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 num. <laughs> nice. Well, then when the man grabbed Speed's wrist, she fired around into the wall. Well, she shot him. No, she Attempted. fired around she into the wall. wall. He then proceeded to run into and onto the second floor balcony making a man-shaped hole in the door nice nice can you imagine and the next door neighbors <laughs> hearing a gunshot go off she's having oral sex again yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he jumped to the ground as another shot was fired in his direction i thought it said erection i just don't oh. know what i'm thinking Officers discover Speed outside the apartment long, not long after the incident. She allegedly resisted handcuffs and had to be taken to the ground before we, she was taken into custody. Well, that turned around quickly, yes, didn't it? That escalated, it did. didn't it? Yeah. No. Police found two live 40 rounds or .40 or I don't know how to say it. 40 cal. 40 cal, yeah. Thank you, you freaking gangsters. <laughs> and a shell casing in the apartment. They also found that she had also stolen a shotgun and a PlayStation 4 game console. <laughs> Thank God. Give me oral book. sex or I'm going to steal your gun and your gaming system. And play GTA yeah. yeah, little Grand so, Theft Auto there. Betcha. Speed mm-hmm. was charged with attempted second degree murder, illegal discharge of a firearm, theft of a firearm, resisting an officer, and tampering with evidence. But she was never. Wouldn't you think she would get charged with like assault or attempted assault or attempted, attempted rape? Murder. Or... Well, she discharged a weapon as well. I might add. No, she got charged for that. She got charged yeah. for that. Wow. She just uh, didn't get charged for. Give me some loving. Yeah, she'll probably <laughs> get that in prison, though. Yeah. Oh. Oral sex gun. 
or it was only a bit of fun. You decide, go to our Facebook site, more questions and answers with Adrian Lee. Bye! Thank you. I love you. We'll catch up, same place, same time, next week. While all good things come to an end, so let us look at tonight's scores in last place with the K2 meter and the dead batteries. Chad, who never got off two. He wins a bottle of milk and a 40 satellite box, so that's good news for him. In third place tonight is Miss Morris, who managed to scramble her way back up to third place, and she's got three points. She gets a pirate wedding, a plank, two cannons, an eye patch, and perianal waltz. Nice. Oh, nice. Topical doing now. are available. <laughs> I'm in second place tonight. I managed to score a rather miserable four. I get two doves, a German car, and a grip on Heather's Jesus bar. And in first place tonight, running away with the lead with five oh. points, and the $33,000 IR camera is Michelle Curry, she wins a Slim Jim, a Frenchman, and a night in a semi in Georgia. Yeah, baby. Do not fear, listener. Remember, we are back with a whole new bunch of stories next week at the same time. And I would love for you to join me for a fun and informative journey through the world of the paranormal, strange, intriguing, bizarre and weird. And you can now jump over to SoundCloud, search for MQTA Radio, and you can hear and watch the show for yourself if you go on to Patreon and spend your dollar. You get to see us in glorious Technicolor. You've been listening to more questions than answers. We are the only paranormal news quiz show anywhere in the world it just remains for me to say thank you for listening and remember be interested and interesting good night